0: In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, cleanse my heart and my lips, Almighty God, that I may proclaim your Gospel worthily. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. At that time, while teaching in the temple, Jesus said, How can the Christ maintain that Christ is a Son of David? David himself, moved by the Holy Spirit, said, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand, and I will put your enemies under your feet. David himself calls him Lord. In what way then can he be his son? And the great majority of the people heard this with delight. The Gospel of the Lord. Our Gospel passage begins with another question. Up to this point, our Lord has been challenged and questioned from all sides by those who either wished to trap him or by one who honestly wanted to tap on his wisdom. But now his opponents and even admirers have run out of questions or the courage with which to confront him. Now is the Lord's turn to interrogate his detractors and he begins with this provocative question. How can a scribe maintain that the Christ is the son of David? This question is meant to be taken as a genuine one, not a rhetorical question which ends in a denial. Our Lord is not denying that the Messiah is the son of David, the very title used by the blind man Bartimaeus. Rather, he is inviting his listeners to reflect more deeply on what scripture reveals about the Messiah, the promised son of David. Drawing from Psalm 110, an exceptionally important psalm for the evangelists, and like all the other psalms, is attributed to King David, Jesus raises an apparent dilemma. But first our Lord emphasizes the authority of this text by noting that David was moved by the Holy Spirit when he wrote it. It is not just a beautiful human composition, it is the inspired word of God. What is the dilemma that Jesus wishes to highlight. Our Lord is trying to ask his listeners to think of the implications of the fact that David should revere the Messiah as someone superior to himself, which is strange since the Messiah is considered to be a descendant of David. He reveres him to the point of even addressing him as Lord, a title which was reserved for God. This is earth-shattering. Messiah is no earthly monarch, descended from the line of David, and heir to David's throne. He is something much greater. Our Lord points once again to the mystery of the Incarnation, foreshadowed in the Psalms. The Messiah is the son of David with regards to his humanity, but he is also the son of God by virtue of his divinity. He is uniquely fully God and fully man. When the crowd heard this explanation, Saint Mark tells us that they heard it with delight. So should we. We should never take any tenths of our faith lightly. In fact, we should explore deeply, believe firmly, and then act out convincingly. We know our Lord is the fulfillment of the Messianic prophecy in Psalm 110. But more than that, the prophecy finds its fulfillment in the deeper sense in our Lord's resurrection. It was here that he won victory over his enemies, sin, Satan, and death, and is now enthroned at the Father's right hand. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.